Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi there. This is Connor Lowe, the technical director of Bad Dog Theater and the, let's say, editor of this podcast. Uh, get ready for a new season. This is The Fandom Show with Stephanie Malik and Kaya Green. And they'll explain it great in their intro. So let's just get into it. Enjoy this season. Welcome to The Fandom Show. Uh, this is a show that we created uh, where we get to talk to our favorites about their favorite things. Steph is excited. I'm excited. That's part of the whole fun of this is I just, I get excited about things and I love when other people do. So. Yeah, th- that's how this show came to be. This show was a, a little dream that came up because Steph wanted to talk about She-Ra forever. Um, and I always want to talk about a variety of things forever and so we were like that could be a show and here we are yeah i'm stephanie malik i am kaya green uh and my fandoms are she-ra lord of the rings uh god so many um those are uh sailor moon yeah all sorts of things <laughs> I, I have a bunch of the same ones and also some different ones can't get into it now because we don't have time because today we're talking about a fandom we know nothing about but our Very excited to learn, and very excited to learn how little we know about it. Uh, Today's episode is all about the K-pop sensation BTS. Uh, So they're also known as the Bangtan Boys, and they're a seven-member South Korean boy band that began formation in 2010, debuted in 2013 under Big Hit Entertainment. Whoa. Uh, And joining us today, uh, honestly, the, the first person we thought of when we started doing a fandom mm-hmm. show because she is so passionate about this fandom. Yes, absolutely. In fact, she uh, she has a whole uh, her whole Instagram has been taken over by it. Um, uh, but a little about her. Anne Purnell is a Toronto-based comedian who is one of the newest hosts of CBC's The Great Canadian Baking Show. Whoa, famous oh, in her own so right. Good. Pretty so cool. Good. Uh, she spent all of her time in Toronto's various lockdowns, of which we had many, um, exclusively watching BTS music videos, vlogs, live performances, reality shows, and fan-made compilation videos of the best moments for music videos, vlogs, live performances, and reality shows. She's even trying to learn Korean, uh, and these are her words, to be clear is very bad at it. Please welcome the incredible Anne Pornell! Yay! Hi! What's up, buddy? How are you doing, Anne? I'm wonderful. I'm so glad that I finally get to talk about BTS and no one can stop me. (laughs) No, this next hour is dedicated 100% 100% to your love of BTS, which I'm so glad to have you here to talk about. Yeah, in fact, at every point you think, am I talking too much about BTS? The answer is no, talk more, do more. I don't know. I feel like I've, I, I, uh, before BTS, I was probably like super, like the, the previous obsession I had was the Blue Jays. And now people are like, why aren't you talking about the Blue Jays? I was like, I'm busy. I have other <laughs> things to think about, mostly BTS. <laughs> uh, and one of the things that Anne uh, was very passionate about also with the Blue Jays is their butts. And I hope, Anne, you see that this background is made just for you. Oh, yes. I <laughs> I just clocked it as you just before you said that. I was like, 
That's nice. I think I could guess, you know what? I don't think I could guess who's is who because this is, they're fully clothed and you can't see their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> they're just giant shrouds so of boy that. band clothes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just people. <laughs> <laughs> just people. And here's a question for you. When, when, when did you first get into BDS? Obviously it was over the course of the pandemic, as we've uh, said, but, but like what, what, what was the on-ramp to this delightful highway you're on? I would say the, like, the obsession really kind of probably started around October, November when we had, like, second wave and then it, everything was shutting down again. And I was like, well, I'm bored. And then I don't even know what inspired me to start watching more of BTS because as far as I remember, like, I remember listening to um, K-pop in general maybe two or three years ago and uh, not like in fact not caring about bts at all and i was like oh these are the boy bands i just want to pay attention to the girl groups because i love their like style and uh, that aesthetic and then i guess maybe dynamite was my way in of like oh these guys are adorable who are they and then it really started with me trying to figure out who was who so like me watching these music videos was just a bit like kind of an exercise of no you're gonna learn what these guys look like because why not and then it just it went all uphill from there oh okay um well that's so. that's exciting all right and we're getting into our first segment which is just tell us everything i have oh, a first uh so Anne, you yes. mentioned you were trying to learn who all of the band members are mm -hmm. Uh, and you've been trying to teach your Instagram followers which members are who with quizzes on your stories where you show a picture mm -hmm. uh, and people have to guess. Yeah, and yeah. some of those Instagram followers, for the record, are doing a very bad job. And Most. they do feel very, very <laughs> bad about it. I can't, you know, I don't want to say it's, uh, I speak from experience, but I do. They feel very bad about it. But can you tell us a little bit more about these quizzes that you're doing? How's it going? How are people doing? It is embarrassing. People mm -hmm. should be embarrassed. <laughs> and yeah, listen, people also, are. Don't worry. <laughs> I also really get it because they are constantly changing their hairstyles, their makeup, their jewelry, their hair colors. I get it. I really get it. And it took me about a month of like literally watching their videos for maybe eight hours a day before I could finally figure out who was who. Because like, when you're catching up on eight years of content, they literally grew up from like 15 to 23, uh, the youngest anyways. So like, they've all changed. And so uh, teaching them or teaching myself what they looked like, took a long time. So I get it. But also, I'm making it easy for everyone. I'm literally putting up pictures of like, oh, this is sugar. This is Jen. I love them. They're my favorites. And then I've started to also be like, okay, who is this? Using the person I just talked about. And people are still getting it wrong. And I'm like, are we just not even looking at the photos? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you've asked the same photo twice in a oh, row. That yeah. Don't ask me how I know that. That happened and I doubted myself. I knew it was sugar. I knew it. I knew I got it was wrong. sugar and I didn't. I was like, she's tricking me. She wouldn't ask the same thing twice. What's so funny is... Oh, she's tricking me. I'm trying to help everyone else. <laughs> but I'm just like, they look different. They all they look do. so they different. Do. But I get it. Like, I, I've literally stared at their faces for 
thousands of hours. I I know where their moles are. Like I, <laughs> I I I know that I'm in deeper than most people, but still, I am embarrassed for everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're right to feel that way. But also, thank you for doing the service of trying to teach people because you are making them better. by making them feel bad one day at a time (laughs) what's learning if not feeling bad and then using that guilt to push you forward into a better future and it's just so i have more people to talk about this with like that is truly my intent here is to get people to be like all right okay oh well i know it's sugar oh okay i know it's permission to dance oh i kind of like the song oh maybe i'll watch oh this is a fun video oh they're kind of smart oh they're very funny oh it's not happened yet, <laughs> but <laughs> fingers crossed one day I'll make more BTS friends. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest, that was kind of happening to me today because I was watching a bunch of videos for a later segment. Mm. Um, and I watched a bunch of choreo videos in a row and I was like, God, these guys are so good. That's, I just want to. They're so good. Yeah, that is what that that's I think those were the videos that really got me addicted because like they're such incredible dancers and also their choreography is sick it's sick very good it's sick and they're so good and i love watching people dance and i one of the reasons why i got so heavily into bts was being in lockdown and not being able to do shows watching them do their thing made me like kind of uh make me feel included in performance again and like watching their dynamic and their reality shows it was very much like these guys are acting like me and my buds would backstage. Like this is exactly the camaraderie. This is the shit talk. This is the teasing. This is the love. This is the support. These are the arguments that I have with my friends, with my star, like co-stars. So it was really out of like a need to feel included in that like theatrical comedy staged performance world that I really attached myself on to them for. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and also they're fucking hot, so. <laughs> oh, Megan oh, Crump. Yeah. I love a friend that loves BTS and what she has shown me, I'm into. Megan. There we yes. go. Yes. And that friend, yes. please talk about how Jin isn't really a dancer, but he works so hard to keep up. So oh great. my gosh, Amy. Yes. 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 That okay. When are we gonna talk about the members? Because oh Jin is I mean, not a dancer, right but now. he tries so hard and he's killing it. This uh, era of BTS, like, okay, here's a little bit of backstory. Um, The way K-pop, BTS specifically, and probably K-pop in general, I just don't know that much about K-pop, they break down um, their looks and uh, music by eras. So each album is like, right now we're in the Butter era, and that's including Butter and Permission to Dance, and then before this was Map of the Soul era, and they all have their like individual looks and their hairstyles and like aesthetic. Um, and right now, Jin is, they're all, they're all killing it in, in butter era. Like they've never looked hotter. They've never looked happier. They've never looked healthier. And Jin is just like, because Jin is the oldest member and because he's, um, not the greatest dancer, he's not your, not, he's not most people's go-to for like their uh, bias or their number one, their crush. But this era has like made them all grown up and it's just pro- like proven how like handsome he is and he's doing it for me he's re- like Jin is killing butter era that's what i'll say about Jin. he's not the best dancer but he tries really hard 
So you mentioned biases. That's uh, yes. biases. What people say to talk about who their favorite is. Exactly. Like, oh, yes. Very cool. Um, step. Yes. I l- see. I learned some things. Um, <laughs> who is or who are your biases? Okay. Well, feel free to proper, put them in order if you want. The proper order is I'm an OT seven kind of gal, and that means I truly love all of them equally. However. Whoa. As an adult woman who fancies herself as someone who might, maybe, maybe, could maybe one day meet them through work in some capacity, I'm obviously going to fantasize about which one would sleep with me. (laughs) Yeah, of course, (laughs) obviously. Who would be accepting of my advances? And because of that, the the three biases, (laughs) yeah, I can't just choose one. Um, Number one is sugar. Number, th- these are also equal. Like, I'm not saying that n- one is better than the other. So th- they are sugar and they are gin. And most recently with Butter Era, RM slash Namjoon has really uh, found his way into my heart because he also is getting thick and it's making me crazy. <laughs> like, it's making me crazy how thick he's getting. Like, he's got shoulders that are, I would want to just latch onto and never let go just like a, a real a real mature piggyback kind oh, of situation very mature <laughs> very x-rated piggyback i love that oh my god <laughs> oh thank god i hope they never see this i will die of embarrassment i mean but what if you get a phone call it's like hey and i am really down for a mature piggyback for all I we know it'll be like Cease and desist talking about us. You're humiliating yourself. This is this is a pity call. Stop it. There is no way on earth, Anne, that you are the most hardcore uh, cease and desist they have on their list. There's no way on earth. Not even close. I'm not like not at my horniest. Am I? Yeah. The worst. Yes. And that's that's not to to reduce your fandom at all. To be no, clear, I'm very horny. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, you are very, very horny. We all Above agree you are horny. very horny. Thank but you're you. probably not nearing jail horny. Yeah, no. Like, but army... that's because of geography. <laughs> and only geography. <laughs> Wait till people can fly again. Oh, it's over for me. <laughs> I'm going straight to jail when I land in Seoul. Straight to horny jail. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so that, that brings me to the question, like, uh, obviously, uh, most people might know or may not that the fans of BTS are referred to as ARMY, as you were referring to them earlier. Mm-hmm. How do you sort of engage with the army how do you how do you get involved in the fandom what's your sort of way in i am terrified of army (laughs) (laughs) everyone should be i think it's and this is why i think and i include myself in that right like i i even though some it's that thing i feel like because i wasn't on board with them from the beginning i feel like a fraud calling myself army even though that's not even the case and honestly who really cares um but BTS fans and stands are hardcore. I have managed to find my way into BTS Twitter just through the algorithm. And it's it's an intense amount of younger women. Like, they're not just teens, but they are, like, Gen Z. Gen Z is wild. And they're so funny, but also, like, very 
if you if they think you've disrespected the boys in any way, they will come for you. They will come for you. They will they will drag you through the mud to protect their boys, to protect our boys. And so I'm always so nervous about tweeting about them because I don't want army to take anything I say in the wrong way because frankly I'm very disrespectful <laughs> when I'm talking <laughs> when I'm talking about objectifying these men right because that's that's my comedy that's what I think is funny and that's also what I think um but like is army not down with like they are, out but it's it's okay. both right because there's some army who are like they are single and they will be single forever and they are my boyfriends and then you have other army who was like, yo, they're adult men and they probably all have relationships. Cool down, mama. But it's there. there is a hard divide between that. And I never want to find myself on the side of angry army because army is powerful. And I also have such a deep respect for the fandom because they get shit done. Like, I think, when was it? Um, BTS donated a million dollars to Black Lives Matter last June. And then literally... Literally awesome. in 24 hours, ARMY matched that donation, a million dollars. Oh my God. So just because of BTS alone, a charity got $2 million. That's how intense ARMY is. And they also for each member's birthday, they will find an organization, a charity, and they will donate to that charity on behalf of BTS. Like that is the good Damn. that these guys do for the world, is that they engage their younger fans and they... And in ways that are monetarily like uh, relevant, which is I think really cool, but also very scary. Like imagine having that kind of control over people. That's yeah, a, I mean, that's power. <laughs> that's a lot of power. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I know that I don't think this was BTS fans in particular. I think it was K-pop fans in general. But I know we we all heard about the incident in which a bunch of them bought out a Trump rally and uh, kept the tickets to themselves, so it was half empty, and that was a true stroke of genius and that's it right like that's how that's that's the power of good that they can do and i think it's really incredible to have such a like to have an audience and then that's your type of impact is that not only are you like hot men who dance who never take their shirt off but you're also <laughs> these really like even if it's not real this is the thing that i struggle with i'm like how much of this is actually them and how much of it is to serve the capitalist machine, yeah. which let's get real, that is what K-pop is, right? It's a fucking industry yeah. that makes people very rich. But like, so like there's how much of it is real, but then I'm also like, it doesn't matter because the impact is real. And those people's lives are changing regardless of whether or not Jin is actually a funny guy. Or, you know what I mean? Like sometimes like my worst fear is that they're all boring and dumb and mean <laughs> and that we've all been tricked. <laughs> But I don't oh. think that's it because I've watched a lot of their shows and I don't think you can spend 360 days a year being on. And yeah, they are yeah. on because they work all the time. Yeah. So to answer your question, I don't engage with ARMY because I'm afraid of them. But like, so I have so much respect for them and I would love to be included. But also I'm like, it's okay. Just, it's fine. You don't need to include <laughs> I'll just, just be over here. I'll just be here. Once in a while, or... once in a while, if I use a hashtag on Twitter, I'll get Army to like and retweet and things like that. Um, just because that's what they do. Like it's just a machine. Like I don't even matter. But they just want to make sure that BTS is uh, represented in all of Twitter and all of social media. Wow, but that's the oh extent God. of it. The power of democracy. It, yeah, wow. truly, uh, truly. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Um, so for we might have some people watching. Obviously, we have a couple of people who are already BTS fans, which is great. Good work. Nice. Um, what is the best entry point for someone who has never heard of BTS and who's just tuning in because they're like, I don't know, I like stuff and being on the computer at night? I that's a hard question because they have everything to offer. <laughs> If what you a good like, answer. But you know what? Like, I truly mean that. If you like music, literally listen to my, I listened to Map of the Soul. Uh, that was their album from 2019, which they couldn't go on tour for because of COVID. So they prepped an entire two hour show and have yet to be able to do it in front of an audience. Like, could you wow. imagine working six months, like to put up a show and then, sorry. Well, I mean, we can't imagine that has happened to us. That's yes. literally <laughs> our reality. But imagine that like on a scale of, on, on a global scale, how yeah, hard that wow. must be. Um, Map of the Soul. And then I personally love the Love Yourself uh, albums. Um, so that's for music. If you want to get into like them as personalities, they have one of my favorite shows to watch is Run BTS, which is a variety show where they just sort of, do sports and compete in random activities like hide and go seek or playing literally they play <gasps> tag. they play tag and they do quizzes and it's just them getting to be themselves um themselves and it's so charming and it's all subtitles but like it's it's you're just seeing friends hang out that's why i really like them. oh my god that sounds delightful yeah and if you like sick dances watch their dance practice videos man they are crazy good they are it, it's they're so exceptional they are really brilliant talented young men <laughs> absolutely i can attest to the dance video thing today because today i was watching a bunch of those videos and they're very very good but i i watched the music videos and the dance practices are are the most impressive ones because yes. it's all one shot and you see the full choreography at once exactly it's one shot it's a stationary shot the camera does not move you see all of the intricate choreography Oof. and oh my god and they do that probably every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's intense. Oh they they work so hard for me, <laughs> so I that I have something that. to be horny over. <laughs> yeah, so pure and so unpure. <laughs> um, this might be an impossible question, but what is your favorite thing about BTS? I love that they empower their fan base. Like that is number one, number one, number number one. Um, I think we are at a point in this world where there's so much shit and it's mostly bad and it's only getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I really appreciate people and organizations and groups, individuals or whatever, who go out of their way to affect positive change, be it small, be it big, and who use, if they have a platform, to use it in a way that um, is not exclusive it, uh, it's very inclusive and it makes people feel like they matter and i think that's been sort of their um shtick right from the beginning like bangtan sonyeondan is literally meaning bulletproof boy scouts so their whole shtick at the beginning was protectors of youth so that was their inception to be protectors of youth and like their music and songs were about how hard it was to be a young person in at that time south korea because there's a lot of uh, expectations and you are expected to live a specific life and they sort of spoke against that and as they became bigger that turned into sort of um finding yourself loving yourself and um just that and i think my favorite artists are the ones who teach their 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 fans like their own self-worth 
because sometimes you don't have it for yourself and you only have like the media that you consume. And if the media you consume is seven hot men being like, hey, you're doing great. You're important. I think that's fucking awesome. And also they're really fucking sexy. So those are my <laughs> two favorite things. Either. Doesn't hurt either. It's pretty cool also to have seven seven guys out there that are like displaying healthy masculinity and being sexy while doing it. I that's it. That's that's it. They are such a great role model for everyone. And uh, yeah, I, I love them. <laughs> Fantastic. That is so awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> I I personally am utterly sold on this. I'm charmed. I, I was I was very intrigued before, but now I'm like, do I need to become a BTS? Are we gonna Are we gonna do this? Do we There's need to be lot. terrified, Army? There's. We should all be terrified of Army. Honestly, honestly. I hashtag them in the promos for this. Oh no! What have we done? I'm it's okay. Now. We're small fish. They got a listen. RM did a V Live last night where he showed his new haircut and everyone's losing their mind over it. Rightfully so. He looks so good. We're fine. Everyone's obsessed with RM's haircut right now. Beauty. So. Okay, so so we know that that is the the trending topic. Well, Phew. this yes, seems like off. this seems like a absolutely spectacular, wonderful, warm fandom, but of course, even in the best of fandoms, there's always one or two jerks who need to make it hard on everyone else. And unfortunately, that means it is time for The Gatekeeper. Well, 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 well. I uh, couldn't help overhearing you guys talking about uh, Punk Tan Sonyeondan, or as the casuals call it, BTS. I guess. Ah, you know, I've been a fan of them since 2010. Yeah, they, they weren't called Punk Tan Sonyeondan back then. They, it was just a three-person group. I saw them perform in Seoul. It was, uh, it was a great time. It was, uh, it was a great time. Wow. Yeah. And this is uh, this is our resident gatekeeper. He's mm -hmm. just a bit of a jerk of a fan who tries to make everybody feel I'm bad not a about jerk. being I'm fandoms. Just saying, I'm, I'm oh, just no? saying. I, I I mean, I noticed you guys. Y'all were talking about a lot of their newer stuff. I mean, I I don't listen to anything past Wings. I think that was their <laughs> best album. I uh, it, they really after after they left Pony Canyon Records, it's just it was downhill from there. Really, you're was, so wrong. Wings was not that good. So. Oh, it was it was oh. their best stuff. Honestly, like all the newer stuff, it's so commercial. It's so I mean, they worked with Def Jam and Virgin Records. Come on, bring me back to the old stuff. That's that was good music. Uh, oh, uh, Gatekeeper Philippe, could you mm -hmm. please sing for us uh, a line from your favorite song from that album? No, I don't want to disrespect the band like that. <laughs> see, that's that's the problem these days. You see, like, ARMY is just like, let the artists do the thing. We don't need the ARMY inter like, impersonating them. Just do the thing. Back in my day, people would listen to a band and that was it, okay? This, it was a good, I mean, I mean, you guys, you probably don't even know what the name of their first unofficial song was in 2010 when they released it. That I don't. <laughs> of course not. Of course not, <laughs> casual fans. Well, it was called We Are P BPP. It was originally called We Are BPP. Now it's called We Are Bulletproof Part One. Back then it was just RM and two other members, Iron and Supreme Boy, not even part of the band anymore. No, but they are their producers, so did you oh! know that? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Supreme Boy works with them all the time. He does work for Big Hit. They're not Big Hit anymore. They are Hybe. 
the the record changed the record label changed their name and uh yeah supreme boy is one of their main producers sorry i hope you don't mind if i eat my bts meal uh (laughs) this is the only thing i've been eating the past month and a half that's very unhealthy that's i'm super worried about you gatekeeper that's messed up (laughs) (laughs) well while we're on the topic of members of the band I mean, it's pretty well known that RM is the most fluent in English. Do you even know how he learns to speak English? Yeah, he watched Friends. Okay, okay, knows her stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and in fact, he also uh, did an exchange program in Australia for a co- excuse me, New Zealand for a couple months in his teen years before BTS. He wow, lived in uh, New Zealand for a couple weeks. I Seems like obviously school knew you. that. I obviously <laughs> knew that. Mm-hmm. But on the subject of American television, what was the first ever American TV performance? Uh, now, are we talking award show or are we talking about American Hustle Life? It was an award show. It was? Mm-hmm. Was it the AMAs? At uh, what year? 2017. God, God <laughs> dang it! Yes! yes! Uh, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I feel like the gatekeeper has been absolutely banished. Oh, yeah. but there's Man. one more. Oh, oh. oh, which members of BTS hail from Seoul, South Korea? Well, here's the thing. I don't know that they come from Seoul so much as they come from the districts around Seoul because we have the Busan boys. Yes. We did it! We did it! You finished that gatekeeper! You legitimately messed that guy up! Wow, I'm honestly really thrilled right now. But to answer everyone's question, the Busan boys are Jimin and Jungkook, and then the Daegu boys are Taehyung and Suga. And to answer his question, the remaining members, Hosak, a.k.a. J-Hope, RM, a.k.a. Namjoon, and Jin, were from Seoul. But not really Seoul, but probably just closer to Seoul. Damn. 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 Damn! Damn! I love when gatekeepers get their butts kicked. That was awesome. I loved every second of that. Congratulations! That was amazing! I'm the legitimately pumped. Oh. <laughs> that I'm was like watching so a gladiator match for me. It was so fun. Um, that brings us to our final segment here, which is uh, called Fandom Finds. So this segment is where we basically found things on the internet for you to react to. Um, so this very first one uh, came out a, uh, a couple weeks ago where Kim Jong-un calls uh, K-pop and specifically uh, BTS a vicious cancer. Do you care to comment? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. As I said before, BTS's whole thing is about empowerment and self-love and thus respecting everyone else around you. And obviously, when we're talking about a dictator, he's not going to want his people to love themselves because if they love themselves, they won't be oppressed by him. So it makes a lot of sense that Kim Jong-un does not like BTS. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. I also think he's probably uh, just jealous of their sick dance moves. because 100 jealous. I don't like, think he can move like that. I bet you he's invited them to North Korea and they were probably like, no thanks. And now he's mad at them. Yeah. I bet you're right. And now That's... he's put them on blast. Exactly. This is my speculation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first. King Jong-un is uh, jealous. <laughs> All right. Jealous next bitch. one. Next, next one, one. Next one. 
<gasps> Let it uh, ride. All oh. right, Anne, I don't know if you know about this one. Uh, I am a Pop, uh, pop Funko fan, uh, and they just have announced releasing in September that they will be uh, launching this BTS Dynamite set. Your thoughts, Anne? I feel like they really miss an opportunity. They're about a fucking year late. Why don't they do Butter or Permission to Dance? Because Dynamite was fucking last year. Pop Funko's behind all the time. Yeah. They are often missing the best fandoms Dragon Age. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Steph. I also <laughs> want to see these little Pop Funkos in their little Western outfits from Permission to Dance. It's I so know. cute. I love them. It's so cute. It's so cute. Uh, listen, I don't know that I'll buy them because I, I'm i a fan, but I don't, I don't want to collect things. I have a lot of garbage. <laughs> the most I've done is like a little banner, but do I love that they are so mainstream now that they have their own dolls? Yes, I do. Do you feel like these are adequate representations of them? I think for Dynamite, for the most part, yes. Like, I think the blue-haired one is uh, RM. Uh, you know what? No, because I can't tell who they are apart. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a pop fun go. So there you unsuccessful go. for me, but... Yeah. Amazing. All right. Thank you. All right, next. Let, let, it, ride. let it ride. Fandom tattoos, Anne. <laughs> uh, I, okay, here's the truth of it. I... Maybe in a moment of boredom and weakness, I texted a friend being like, what if I got a BTS tattoo? <laughs> and I'm trying to see if I can find what the logo is because they have a logo. And I yes. was oh, thinking about, two. yeah, the two door, it's supposed to look like doors opening. Yeah. Um, and I was immediately told, don't you dare. <laughs> so I, I think this is no, but also I, I went there. I thought about it for a hot second. I mean, I, I'm a fandom tattoo lady. I'm yeah. covered in so many fandoms. I fully support because there are places you can get that's just for you. I know, but who knows how long this will last? <laughs> that's true. I will say, and uh, the, maybe I'm being a terrible influence on you right now, is while I was doing this, this uh, the, the finding the, some of these photos, I did uh, find one where the logo was like the outline to uh, a picture inside of it. So it was really just the frame and it yep. was very pretty. Listen, that is probably the image that I showed my friend to make it as palatable as possible. And she was still like, don't you fucking dare. You don't have tattoos. This is not going to be your first one. <laughs> I think Honestly, that was more of a point. The fact that I like, don't have tattoos and that this is the one that I would put upon my own body. <laughs> it uh, just takes one to start. That's I know, that's, start. The, that's the problem. <laughs> but you're also talking to someone who started with a dragon, so. No, I did not start with a dragon. I started... Oh, yeah. With a Chinese character for oh, a woman right. on yeah. my okay. lower back. So that was that's that was the that was the door. That was 1998. Of <laughs> so course. Look, yeah, you don't need we to. We all tell make me. mistakes. We know. <laughs> we know when it happened. <laughs> if it happened any later than that, it would be truly unacceptable. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. And we know where it is, too. It's for sure on the lower back. It's right um, there. It's right yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That's fair. You know, but I was becoming a woman. So look, I found it in a in an art book from an anime that I liked. Yeah, you're be you were becoming a woman, and so it says. Yeah, <laughs> mm, it says well, woman. It's yeah, just it woman. Says woman. Chinese for woman. Just in case you forget. Anyway, right, let's work it. Not about you. Let's go. <laughs> First of all, Anne, can you let a. Uh, I didn't find this, so can you let me know who this is in this photo? This is Sugar, obviously. Sugar. You were right. Sugar, you were right. I, I did it. 
I got one of them right. Yay. Congratulations. And now I'm less racist than before. Here's a hot tip. Look at his face and see how he's changed. And then like, remember that. (laughs) He has changed. Like that middle photo in just the regular blue jeans. He's changed. Remember. Remember Just use your brain a little bit. Just like, try thinking. His face See, he looks, looks different. Exactly the same. Like you know what I mean. To me, this is the same guy. Do you do you recognize that this is the same person? Oh yeah. Except for okay. that middle one. That middle one, and I don't know if it's just it's the, the lighting. It's the hat. Yeah, the hat's the just hat. throwing it he's off. He's a little. He's got a little bit more weight to him, so his his mm. uh, jaw is a little bit more soft. Is, so is this Sugar's go-to pose? I mean, Army likes to joke that this is his go-to pose. Uh, Sugar is sort of the guy who likes to sleep the most in <laughs> BTS. Every group needs one. So he's you know, always that's lying personality. Down. The sleepy that's, that's one. That's honestly his personality for a couple of years. Is that he's tired and doesn't want to do anything. And he's <laughs> usually the one lying on the ground. And this is his pose. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> Very good. All right. Very cute. Let's bring up the Let next one. Ride. Okay. So this is an image. It's a meme. It says, now we know where Sugar got his savage side from. Caption is, today my mom watched me on the television and told me that I looked like a boiled dumpling. Yes. Your yes. thoughts, Anne? <laughs> um, yeah. Sugar has a couple of uh, nicknames uh, that Army has given him. Dumpling isn't one of them, but to me, it's very funny because he does. He, his mom's not wrong. Like his, <laughs> he, he he is so pale, and his when he's blonde, he literally just looks like a blob of white. <laughs> um, so I agree, but also his other nickname is Will Meow Meow because fandom likes to call him a cat. Um, is there a reason why. for that? Or They say he looks like a cat, and I guess it's because of his antisocial behavior that um, people think he's a bit of a cat in that he's sassy and uh, that he likes to sleep a lot. <laughs> and that, oh, I okay. guess, is what a cat is to most people. <laughs> that, fair. I'm going to be honest, that tracks with our it cats, tracks, so tracks. We, can't, yeah. we can't argue with that. Yeah. You heard There's it here first. Another part in, I think in one of the documentaries, I forget which one it was, but he's made this comment several times. <laughs> <laughs> That his mom thinks he's a boiled dumpling? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think he's over it. Oh, no. It caused some pain. Oh, no. It's a trigger for him. Now, do you think Army would be on side with his mom in this situation? Like, Um, or would they go after his mom? They would never go after his mom because that's his mom. You have to have respect. But Army would be like, no, he's beautiful. Love yourself. Hashtag. (laughs) Wonderful. Love yourself. Hashtag. Let it ride. Let's see the next one. Okay, this one's very small, uh, but it is just a little bit of text of somebody who had uh, who had uh, sort of an opinion. Uh, it was on a list of uh, controversial opinions that they had decided to post to Reddit, and I thought this was the most discussable. Um, it basically says that the members need to be more confident in English because RM is struggling to carry all the English interviews, and that his English is overrated because he learned it from friends, and that they should hire an English tutor for them. It does say that Sugar actually understands better than him. Okay. So that's also... Here is uh, what I think about that. Number one, the sentiment is not wrong in that RM does carry a lot of the weight for English interviews. But for me, I'm like, then get a translator. They are, they are huge. You should, media outlets should be catering to them. 
They should be making them feel comfortable because they are the fucking superstar here. Why yep. should they be made to know one language so well that they can converse with it, converse in it when that was never really their main target? And, uh, you know, North America and the Western world uh, in the general sense, uh, not like actual fans, but they're only catching up to BTS now. So why should they get on our level? We should be getting on their level, which is why yeah. I'm trying to learn Korean. So if I were to ever meet them, I could maybe say one sentence to them. But um, how can anyone's English be overrated? That's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. English, a language is a language. And these guys can literally speak, obviously, Korean, English, Japanese, Thai, and one of the either Mandarin or Cantonese. And we're going to get mad that they can't speak English as much as we want them to? Shut up. Yeah, yeah. they, they should learn Japanese or Korean or any Thai or any of the other languages that yeah. they can speak. I would get love to know if this person online can speak any Korean any of them. Yeah. or anything other than English. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, let's let's make a rule that uh, people who only speak one language and that language is English need to be less lazy or at least just read subtitles because uh, it's not actually that hard. It's so not hard. Especially because you're not the all. center of it as an English yeah. speaker. It's not catered to you. Exactly. Yay, we did it. Yeah, we fixed we it. Fixed Let it ride. World. Next one. Next one. Uh, so this is obviously another meme. Uh, it's up from Twitter. It's uh, the one on the uh, left of it says me explain to Jungkook how much I love him. And then on the other side is Jungkook looking scared, terrified. Yeah. And Do you think this is how it would go down for you? <laughs> I don't think so. I would hope. You know what? No, I don't know. I heard that Kevin Pillar was in the audience once when I was working at Second City, and I cried into my locker because someone told me that. Like, and I remember hearing that, and I cried at home because I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and he's not even my favorite Blue Jay, but I still bawled. And, like, I wasn't even talking to him at the time. I was just about to do a show in front of him, and I cried, like, sobbing, crying. So as much as I would love to pretend like I would be so cool and uh, like charming and my best self in front of them. I've imagined this scenario and I'm so cool. I think I would re I really think I would cry. I think I would be so, mm -hmm. I, I, this would be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, as the youth say, it me. <laughs> <laughs> it me. If it makes you feel any better, I once lined up for two hours to meet a, uh, a member of the Buffy cast. And then when I got there, I silently nodded at her and walked away because I became too overwhelmed to speak. So. If it makes you feel any better, we've all been there. Listen, this isn't a pissing contest, but once in grade 10, I uh, did a walkthrough of the Much Music building and I ran into Rick Campanelli and I stuttered <laughs> so hard. <laughs> For Rick I was, the Temp! I, it, and it was when he was no longer Rick the Temp, he was okay. Rick, but it was not that far after, but I literally was like, I, 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 you're, you're my, 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 my fave, my, my and it was embarrassing and i would love oh. to meet him now and be like hey you were very kind to me because <laughs> he was very nice he was very nice about it but Aww. that is how i reacted to rick the temp so what's gonna happen when i meet bts <laughs> i don't know but i can't wait to find I out because i'm be sure there. one day it will happen oh. next one let's <laughs> ride oh great so this is a meme that says uh friend i like bts too me who is your bias friend jungkook points at sugar me reaction shot of someone looking unimpressed it's it's jungkook so that's jk yeah. 
So there you go. <laughs> and highly relatable content. Highly relatable. Uh, I'm not going to name the friend, but I have one of my near, dear, wonderful friends uh, is like, I really want to learn. I really want to learn. It's all of them wrong. So all you can see them. who gets the what, who guesses what. Yes, I can. I know who's wrong. And I know that most people think it's Jimin. It's not Jimin, everybody. Stop thinking it's Jimin. He looks so specific. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's <laughs> Connor, Connor Artaskin. Is it Liz? It is not Liz. It's not Liz. It's uh, not that's Liz. a whole separate problem, Connor. We need to address you not recognizing <laughs> your partner. Um, I think we have one more. I think we have one more. Right. Uh, let's let it ride. Yeah. All right. So uh, this, for those of you who are listening and not watching, um, they, this is a, a piece of fan art uh, that has been done of uh, two of the members um, who are uh, romantically engaged in this particular in this particular case. Uh, can you tell us about this this slash fiction? Yes, I can. Uh, I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the two members being depicted here are Taehyung on the left, like the brunette and Jimin on the other side, the one with the blonde. And K-pop does this thing in which I don't like it, but it's 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 an int- it it has other connotations and sort of implications in that a lot of the times fans will ship their favorite members to be couples and this is different this is the same for all K-pop boy bands and even girl bands as well. It's- Fandoms, uh, most fandoms. All that, fandoms that yeah, have yeah, yeah, they yeah. all want to have sex with each other. We, I don't, I'm not <laughs> mad at that. I get it. I understand. They're they're beautiful, and I want them to be sexually pleased all the time. Anyway, um, <laughs> but the the in BTS, the members who get it the most are Jimin and uh, Taehyung. Uh, they get shipped together a lot, and same thing with uh, Jungkook and Taehyung. They get shipped a lot too. Um, Suga and J-Hope get shipped a lot uh, to the point where like some fans believe that it's like having a negative impact on their friendships because like um, because of these rumors anytime that they're being sort of very um, affectionate with one another which is frankly all the time they are very affectionate human beings which is Um, nice army is half not half not even not even some of army is like they're together they're together they're together and it's just like first of all it's not our business second of all it's a weird thing to sort of implant anyone's sexuality onto them. Um, it's not bad, obviously, if they were together, but there's just that line that gets crossed of like, it's nobody's business. <laughs> and also, they're probably not, they get told to do that. It's, it's, a, it's a term, it's called skinship. Like literally, it is a thing in K-pop where members are, encouraged to be very touchy-feely and like maybe a little romantic with each other but only ever a hint because it makes the fans like "Ah!" horny but it doesn't put them in a situation where the fan who is probably female probably a girl is not picturing another woman and it's all about making them still attainable so it's kind of this weird thing of like they sell that idea of like, well, maybe Jimin and Taehyung are dating, maybe. Like them as in their label, as in their company. And it's so they don't lose fans because when a K-pop star is revealed to be dating someone, fans lose it. 
And so K-pop idols are not allowed to date. Like they have to date in secret. They have to keep everything private. And in fact, in 2019, JK was photographed with a woman with his arm around her. Maybe they're friends. Maybe they're not. Nobody's business. And like ARMY lost it and like threatened the woman, bullied the woman off social media. It's a bad scene. Yikes. Bad. Like, so that's what I mean about ARMY being scary because... If you're even implicated as to be dating one of them, which doesn't happen because these guys are so big that that's probably highly, highly controlled, um, it's it's not good. Like, fans get angry. So this is what they do. Instead, they imagine them being as couples because they still want to see them, like, uh, exhibit that, like, sexuality and, like, the fantasy. It helps sell the fantasy um, in a way that is safe and accessible and non-threatening to younger people but it's also great because it's just like yeah let's expose young minds to different types of partnering and different types of relationships between men why not Uh, why not why why wouldn't they be dating why wouldn't they be just kissing on each other i would if i was one of them they're hot (laughs) i mean honestly yeah all the rolling stones slept together because you know why not you're rich you're famous you're sexy they have holes and and like and i also imagine like no one can relate to them. You know what Ugh, I mean? No. There, is, yeah. there are very few people that you that they probably A, feel safe around, B, feel comfortable around, C, are allowed to be around. If it were to happen, yeah, fine, cool. It's not our business. But yeah. like, make it my business because I want to know if I have a shot with any of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's always that. <laughs> they, they can be fluid. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so like have your fun, but don't out people. You know, that kind of thing. Yep, and ex- actually a lot of the fandom thinks that Sugar might be pansexual because he Cute. has sort of talked about in interviews that like when asked, what's your ideal woman? Um, he responds, well, first of all, it doesn't matter who they are. It just matters that they are like this. And there's a couple of references in some of his songs, in his solo songs that uh, reference maybe fellatio. Who knows? So... Army, some of Army might think that uh, Sugar is pan. And I think that's cool because and that's exciting. It, it, it also just opens that, that, that acceptance and that idea of like there's a different type of people everywhere. And especially in South Korea where it's a very conservative culture, which is why you don't see out idols because it's, you know, you, you wouldn't, you don't. Um, but it would so, really fit with their message of love yourself. Yeah, and that's why they're purposely very vague when it comes to relationship questions. They're like, uh, we're busy, is <laughs> always the response. <laughs> Who has Which that? is true. Honestly, yeah. legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, and thank you so much for being here. Uh, that's the end of our, our <gasps> segments. This has I been a legit for joy. hours. Let's make this a three-hour program. Let's, let's keep going. I, you know what? We're just going to bring you back for another episode down the line. We're just going to do BTS Part 2. Yeah, next for the we... next era. I want the gatekeeper to beat me. I'm challenging the gatekeeper to know more about BTS than me. That's I, I want to come this. back and I want to challenge gatekeeper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you summoned him. him. <laughs> I I think we can I think we can make that challenge happen. So you uh, I'm personally going to study up, and yep. uh, maybe next time we do this, I can get quizzed as well. Uh, I, uh, I'm hoping that you will do a little bit better on my quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that for me too. 
for so many reasons. I got too excited getting one right. That's just so sad. Most people get it very wrong. I will tell you, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> Look, you know what? Racism is real. Boy bands are difficult. But we all need to do better. We all need to do better. And every on every facet of that. Uh, and where can people find you if they want to talk to you about BTS? Oh, please. If you want to talk to me about BTS, hit me up on Twitter at Ann Pornell. Don't hit me up on Instagram. Instagram is for pretty pictures. Uh, <laughs> but happy to chat with you on Twitter. But also find me on Instagram at Glam Pornell. You can take Anne's uh, Instagram quizzes that come through on her stories yes, as well. See please. if you can beat all of us because we're love, embarrassing. I would love to have a better ratio on successful answers than <laughs> yeah. unsuccessful answers. You can do what I'm going to do and study up and then answer the quizzes uh, because you now desperately want to make Anne proud of you. <laughs> yeah, you need and Anne's I'm approval. Helping. I'm there to give clues. I'm not trying to trick anyone. I'm, I'm setting people up for success. You don't need to trick them. They trick themselves. <laughs> Uh, and is there anything you want to plug before we go um well hey everyone why don't you stream permission to dance and butter we want to make sure that it stays in the top uh hot 100 uh, butter's been there for seven weeks in a row and we want to try to get permission to dance to usurp it um or you know whatever watch the great canadian baking show in october <laughs> who cares <laughs> oh. But mostly stream BTS. <laughs> also, am I incorrect in saying that they they broke a record with that seven weeks? I think for for an Asian group, um, they I think they they were the, at the top for the longest. Yeah, they've broken their own records. <laughs> that's how Yay! great they are. That's Pretty that's who they cool. are. They are the kings of the world, as far as I'm concerned. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank uh, and you. Ho uh, hopefully people enjoy this. We're going to be doing this for the next five weeks after this. Mm -hmm. uh, tune in next Tuesday, uh, July 20th for the fandom show Dungeons and Dragons Ooh. version with Sean Murray of Sex T-Rex and D&D &D Live and Chris Siddiqui of the Dwarven Moss podcast, Second City Baroness Von Sketch. Uh, if you want to, you can reach out to us, uh, follow us, compliment us uh, on social media. Criticize I, us. No, that, not that one. That's <laughs> what? not what fandom's about. No? The gatekeeper's okay. gone. Okay. Uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram and uh, Go away. Go Twitter away. At, at Stephanie with a PH underscore Malik, M-A-L-E-K. Uh, you can find me at, at the Kaya Green. Uh, spelled T-H-E-K-Y-A-H-G-R-E-E-N. Uh, uh, yeah, I had to check. And you can find our gatekeeper if he wants to come show his face. Please, how uh, can I find you? You can check out my website at bts.fandom.com. <laughs> <laughs> he is at Philippe Demas on Instagram and Twitter. You can also, he's, he also streams uh, on Twitch as uh, Filopo. Uh, so go make him listen to Baby Shark by donating to him. Uh, uh, and thank you so much. Uh, the theme was provided uh, by Andrew Huang. Uh, this song was Sparkle Mountain. Tech by Connor Lowe. Give it up. Um, our bumpers were created by Sean Murray. Uh, and this was produced by Bad Dog Theater and Cardboard Sword Collective. If you have any money and want to consider buying a virtual ticket to this, uh, you can head on over to Bad Dog's website, www.baddogtheater.com, uh, and donate. Donate some money yeah. to help uh, help people find more fun in their fandoms. Yeah, and help them get off their feet after COVID, because uh, unfortunately they're lost the venue. So let's change that so we can all be fans of improvisers too. Oh, everyone. Have an awesome night. Uh, love the things you love. Uh, and tell everyone about them. Thank Everybody, you. tune in for BTS Part 2 eventually! Yay! Bye-bye!
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.